0: welcome namaste to all our listeners of Srimad devi bhagwat now we shall listen chapter 7 episodes 10 and 12 sorry 10 11 and 12 reason why satyavrat is called Trishanku by the grace of Bhagavati, he is freed from a curse. Story of Harish Chandra Vyasti says, Maharaj Mandhata was a, just an upright emperor. His victory banners flew all over the earth. Out of fear, all the robbers and decoids had fled to the hills and caves. For this reason, Indra gave him the name Dasyu. Mandhata was married to Princess Vindumati, daughter of King Shashvindu. They had two sons. Purukuts and Muchkund. Purukuts had a son, Aranya, and he had a son, Brihatsashwa. He had a son, Harivashya, who had Tridhanva, and Tridhanva had a son, Arun. Arun had a son, Satyavrath, who became famous. He had enormous wealth. He became wayward, immoral, foolish, and greedy. As a punishment for a mistake, King Arun banished him from the palace. He committed many more misdeeds, which caused Vasistha to pronounce a curse on him. You will be known as Trishanku in this world, and all living things will only see your devilish and diabolical. Vyasti says, Rajan, after being cursed, thus Satyavrata began a severe penance. A son of Muni taught him a precious mantra. He began chanting this mantra and at the same time kept his unanswering, pure attention on the most auspicious Bhagavati Jagadamba. Raja Janmajai said, "Oh, great Guru, after Vasishtaji cursed him, how did Trishanku rid himself of the curse? Please tell me. Vyasti says, Rajan, because of the curse, all the characteristics of a demon began to manifest in Satyavarat. But he started his worship of Devi Bhagavati Jagadamba. One day, After completing the chanting of the Navashkar nine-syllable mantra, Satyavrata wished to perform a havan. So he went to the Brahmans and humbly requested them. O gods of the earth, I have come to you for help. Please preside over my Yajna as a sacrificial priest. You are learned in the Vedas and you are compassionate. The success of my Yajna... Depends on the proper chanting of mantras. Only you can help me. My name is Satyavrath. I am a prince. By this yajna, I can get my boons to make me happy. Please accept my invitation. The brahmin said, Brother, your Gurudev has put a curse upon you. You are manifesting all diabolical traits. You have no right on the Vedas and you cannot perform a yajna. When a living being manifests diabolical signs, he becomes an object of contempt in all the worlds. Vyasji says, "Janmaje, these words of pramins filled Raja Satyavrata with remorse and sorrow. He thought, my life has no meaning. My father has disowned me. My guru has cursed me. I have no right to the kingdom. These horrible traits are afflicting me. What shall I do? Where shall I go? Thinking these thoughts, Satyavrata began to collect wood and build a pile. He lit the fire and big flames appeared. First he went and bathed. Then he stood beside the fire and with folded hands he praised Bhagavati, Mahamaya and got ready to enter the burning fire. Seeing that He had made up his mind to end his life. Bhagavati Jagadamba appeared before him in the sky Maharaj. In the sky Maharaj, the Devi was seated on a lion. He spoke in a voice as loud and clear as thunder. Oh, Devi said, Oh, pious and Holy One, what are you doing? Do not burn your body in the fire, auspicious one. Be in peace. Your father has become old. O oh, brave one, he has given the kingdom to you and is about to retire into the forest. Hey, Rajan, stop feeling guilty. Three days from now, your father's ministers will come to take you with my blessings There will be a raj abhisheka, and you will be anointed king. After this, your father will leave for Brahmaloka. This is absolute truth. Vyasji says, Rajan. After this, the Devi removed herself from the sight. The prince was filled with grace and gave him his idea, and gave up his idea. Of jumping into the fire at that very moment Naraji visited Ayodhya and narrated everything about the prince to the king when the king heard that his son was preparing to die he was filled with remorse then King Arun said to his ministers you are aware of my son Satyavrath whom I had banished to the forest even though he knew that he was the lawful heir to this kingdom, he left without a word. I have just heard that he is wandering in the forest. The curse of Ji has made him appear like a demon. Unable to bear this misfortune, he was getting ready to die by the fire. But Bhagavati Jagadamba prevented him. He is still in the forest. All of you please go there and reassure him and bring him back to the palace. He is most capable of ruling the kingdom. I have decided to enter the state of Tapasya. I will perform his coronation and then leave for the forest. King Arun went. King Arun sent his ministers to bring Satyavrata back. He felt a great surge of love for his son. The ministers returned with Satyavrata. The king saw that his son had become very lean and weak. His clothes were in tatters and his hair was matted. His eyes were darting about, full of fear. The king realized that he had committed a grave mistake in banishing this wise and able son. Rajan, the king, embraced his son and after coaxing and reassuring him, he made him sit next to him. Then he spoke to him in loving tones. Raja Arun said, May your wisdom be rooted in Dharma. May you respect your elders. May you keep only that wealth which is earned honestly. May you always strive to protect your up subjects. May you never speak an untruth. And may you never walk in the path of sin. May you always consult wise men before you act. May tapasvis receive honor and protection in your kingdom. May you destroy robbers and plunders. May you be victorious and over your senses. May you always take your ministers into confidence. Son, A king is the Atma of his kingdom. He should be wary of even weak enemies. He should not trust any ministers who keeps connection with the enemy. He should keep a careful watch over friends and enemies. He should observe dharmas and lead a righteous life. He should be generous. He should not cause emotional upsetting to anyone. He should never support wrongdoers. He should regularly perform yajñas. He should support the maharishis. He should never trust a woman, a gambler or a trickster. He should not be overly fond of hunting. His should be, he should not indulge in gambling, drinking, indecent and vulgar music and immoral women and should also protect his subjects from them. He should get up during Brahma-murtam, take a bath and perform worship to Adi Shakti Bhagavati Jagadamba. After taking initiation, he should sing her praises and offer flowers. It is only by worshipping the lotus feet of Parashakti that we can fulfil the purpose of our lives who performs puja even once to Bhagavati Jagadamba and drinks Charanamrit, he will never have to occupy a womb and take birth again. This is absolute truth. This is her entire creation. She is the enjoyer. She is the witness. Keeping the, keeping this always in mind, stand fearlessly on the truth. Every morning you should observe the protocols and call your ministers and Brahmins to the council hall. Go into consultation and determine the moral and spiritual aspects of the business of the kingdom. Honor the learned and wise Brahman with gifts and cows, gold and other materials. If ever you have entered, if you ever have to entertain an unwise Brahmin, do not give him anything more than food, son, but out of greed and covetousness, never transgress the codes of Dharma. In addition, there is one important Mariaga. Never be the cause of insult to a brahmin a brahmin is bhudev on earth he is considered to be a god always treat them with respect a brahmin is the causal of kshatriya there is no doubt about this it is believed that from water comes fire from brahmin comes Kshatriya and from stone comes iron. Brahmins realized souls transmit divine vibrations into the atmosphere. Therefore, a king who desires auspiciousness for his kingdom should honor and please the Brahmin. A king should see that justice is properly meted out and laws and edicts are established. Vyasi says, Rajan, Trishanku listened carefully to this valuable advice given by his father. Then he folded his hands and said in a loving voice, Very well, father. I will obey all your advice. Then King Arun invited learned Brahmins, and under their supervision made arrangements for the coronation. He installed Trishanku on the throne of Ayodhya and left for Vaan Prast ashram. He settled down in a forest on the banks of the Holy Ganga and entered Tapasya. When his lifespan was over, he went to heaven. Even the Devas welcomed him, therefore, and gave him a place close to Indra's throne. Raja Janmaje said, Prabhu, you have said that Satyavrata had been cursed by Guru Vashishtra and he started manifesting demonic symptoms. How did he get free of his curse? Because a man with demonic tendencies is not eligible to become a king. Did Satyavrata perform any virtuous act which prompted Vyasiṣṭaji to be free from him from the curse? Prabhu, please tell me this and also the reasons why King Arun brought his banished son back with such honour. vyashti says, Rajan, as soon as Vyasiṣṭaji pronounced the curse, All signs of demonic nature began to manifest from Satyavara. He became grotesque, disfigured, ugly and fearful to behold. All living things shunned him. But he started his meditation and worship of Bhagavati Chagadamba, Rajan, When the Devi became Prasanna, that is pleased, a great change came over Satyavrata. He began to look divine. All the demonic manifestations got destroyed. Even a spot did not remain. How there was a limit to the luster that he radiated from King Satyavrata because he had received the Shakti of the Devi Bhagavati. Not only this, but by her grace, even Vasistha became pleased with Satyavrata and the king felt extreme love for his son. When Satyavrata became king, he hosted various yagyas to worship the eternal Devashvari Bhagavati Jagadamba. He had a son, Harishchandra, who was very pleasing in appearance and possessed all dharmic qualities. After many years, Trishanku decided to take sannyas, So he installed his son, Harishchandra, as heir to the throne and left his kingdom. He went to the ashram of Vashishtaji. He offered pranams and folded hands and said, O you who have complete knowledge of all the mantras, O Tapasvi, son of Brahma, be pleased to hear me. Now I desire to experience the joy of heaven. It is my desire to enjoy it in my present state. Why this human body? So please advise me which yagya I should perform to acquire the boon of entering heaven with this human body. O foremost of Munis, please be kind to do me this favor. That yagya which is difficult even for the Devas should be performed by, by you on my behalf so that I get entry into heaven. Vyasi said, Rajan, it is impossible to find a place in heaven uh, with a human body. The rule is very clear that only after death, on the merits of virtuous deeds, one gets permission to live in heaven. Therefore, O oh, wise being, I am afraid to help you in this pursuit because it is not possible for living beings to stay in heaven in the company of Apsaras, O oh, fortunate one, you may certainly host the Agya, but only after death you can enter the heaven. heaven. Vyasti says, These words of Vashishtaji made Raja Trishanku impatient and angry. He said, Brahman, In your arrogance and self-conceit, you refuse to help me. I will invite someone else to be the presiding priest at my yajna. This made Vasishta Ji pronounce another curse on Trishanku. He said, "O oh, ignorant and foolish one, may you become a low-cost, low-caste, untouchable chandala. With this same body, may all the chandala traits manifest in you, King." You are hypocrite who is corrupting and defining the transit route of saints. You are a great sinner, however, after death, there is no way for you to gain heaven. Vsti says, Rajin, as soon as Guru Deistaji pronounced this curse, King Shanku immediately became a chandala the. Jem studded golden earrings that he wore turned into stone. The sandal wood paste that covered his body immediately became a foul smelling layer of dirt. His yellow colored silken robes turned black. The curse of Mahamat the curse of Mahatma Vashita gave him large flapping ears. Rajan, Ji was a devotee of Bhagavati Jagadamba. The effect of his wrath was clear to see. Therefore, one must be very careful and never insult a Devi Bhakti. Rajan, seeing the change that had come over his body, Rajan Trishanku became very depressed and helpless. He did not go back to his palace. Instead, he went into the forest and thought, What should I do? Where shall I go? I have become repulsive. I cannot see any solutions for getting rid out of this state. If at all, I go. Back home, even my son will turn me back away. No woman will marry me, my ministers will disrespect me, my family and friends and disdown me. I have I will have to live in isolation. Death is a better alternative. He thought of king himself, but was prevented by the knowledge that in all subsequent births he will be reborn as a chandala and as a fruit and his action for killing himself he will he will never get released from the curse of the muni. He decided it that it would not help him if he committed suicide. He would stay in the forest and live out this lifetime. Only then would the curse come at an end. He would live close to the ashram, offer homage and hospitality to the holy men and spend his time in the and worship of Bhagavati Jagadamba. He thought, if I live in this place, I will be able to make preparation for my sins and by some good fortune I might even meet a saint. King Trishanku gave up his kingdom and settled on the banks of the holy river Ganga. When his son Harishchandra came to know about the curse on his father, he came he became very upset. He sent his ministers to meet his father. When they came before him, he was filled with shame, but they were most respectful and bowed before him saying, "O oh, King we are the obedient servants of Harish Chandra and have come here on this command, on his command. He has sent these messages. Most respectfully bring my father and back to the palace. He will be looked after by the ministers and subjects. He will try to appreciate, I'm sorry, we will try to appease Guru Vasishta to win his compassion. It is possible that Vasishtha Ji will feel merciful and release you from the curse. Rajan, your son repeated this message many many times. If you agree, please come with us to the palace. Vyasti says Rajan, King Trishanku who was now in the form of a chandala listened to the message from the son, from his son, but he has no inclination to go to the palace, he said. O faithful ministers, return to the kingdom and give this message to Harishchandra. Son, I do not wish to come. You look after the kingdom, hold as many yajyas as you can, honor the Brahma and worship all the gods this present form of mine is despicable and shunned by great mahatmas i will not come to ayodhya in my present state. now you must not linger go back to the palace my son is very wise and capable make necessary arrangements and install him on the throne of Ayodhya. This is my only command. The ministers wept to see the king. They left him to continue his one life of renunciation in the forest. They returned to Ayodhya, got and coronated Harishchandra as king on the auspicious day. After this, Harishchandra took the reigns of the kingdom in his hands but concern for his father still filled his mind our koti koti pranams to Devi Jagadamba, mother please by your grace and blessings We wish to imbibe all this knowledge that you have been giving to us. Thank you, Devi Jagadambi. Thank you, Shri, much. Thank you.